This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hello, and welcome to Flourish with me, Tiffany Boyd. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, a friend, an entrepreneur, and so many other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. And welcome back to Flourish, a podcast where we talk about what it means to live with intention. And on today's solo episode, I'm going to talk to you about a particular period of time or an inevitable part of the manifestation journey that we don't discuss enough. And Knowledge, I always say, is power. And what I want to be able to offer to you today is recognition of this part of the journey, to talk about why it comes and what it means, and to give you some practical tools to work through it. And the part of the manifestation journey that I'm talking about is a period of time that I refer to as the shadow period. It's the period often just before you're about to manifest the the thing you're working for. And it's counterintuitive because when we're looking to manifest something, we're projecting a belief and an intentional effort towards something new and positive and aligned with ourselves that we're trying to achieve. And you invest all this energy and effort to get there. And so to find yourself in this dark period, this shadow period, is hard to understand. And it's even harder to stay the course when what you're expecting is this beautiful transformation into a new version of yourself or or a new reality or to manifest this new beautiful thing into your life and after investing all this energy and effort you find yourself in this dark place it's incredibly deflating it's incredibly defeating and it's the place where most people stop or waver and I want to acknowledge what's happening here because when you start to understand what this is and when you start to understand how to work with this energy you will transcend this period and achieve your manifestation 
And the good news here is that if you're in the shadow period, it means that your manifestation is close. The way that the energy works within the universe is that there is naturally polarity and it's almost like a rubber band that you have to pull all the way back to release to get all the forward momentum. And the further you pull it back away from where you're going, the greater the resistance and the more force you have going the other direction. And so that's kind of what's happening. Imagine you're at the tip of that rubber band and you're being pulled all the way back. And if you can just hold on to the release point, you're going to catapult forward into this new version of yourself. And that's what's happening with the energy and manifestation when you're there. And the shadow period shows up a lot of different ways for people. And I want to describe practically what this can look like and what happens during this period. And typically most people will start to experience what I would describe as tests or challenges, looking to see how much conviction do you truly have towards shifting who you are and how you want to be in this world or how strongly do you really believe that you are worthy of this new version of you or this new thing that you're trying to attract into your life? How steadfast are you in your belief that it's possible? How committed are you to rewiring your brain to hold new self-serving, loving beliefs instead of limiting and mistaken beliefs? And I'm going to give a couple recent examples where I'm working to manifest some few things, a few things rather, and I've experienced this. And the first very simple example I'll give to you right now is uh, some work that I'm doing to up-level my business, Flourish. And I've been working very intentionally for a period of time since its inception around authentically creating a business that is in alignment with all of who I am and how I want to live my life and what I want to put out into the world and how I want to serve. And I am at a point now where I'm ready to commit myself more to this work and do more through Flourish and take on more through Flourish. And I've done the work around intention setting. I've got really clear about what that looks like in terms of what do I want to achieve through Flourish and how do I want my life to feel and look? What do I want to create time and space for? And I do the work on a daily basis and I do want to stress that it is a daily practice when you're looking to, to change who you are. And when I say change who you are, I mean the beliefs you hold about who you are and how you show up. And I spend time meditating and I don't want it to seem like I'm this wholly devoted, you know, strong will powered individual who somehow, um, is any different from anybody else because, Sometimes my meditation is time spent daydreaming while I'm driving the vehicle. Sometimes my meditation, and often for me actually, because I have a really hard time sitting still, 
So I utilize my daily runs as a form of active meditation, run or walk. And I find that when I run or walk personally, it allows my brain to get into a calm state once I get into the rhythm of that activity that allows me to meditate. And that's where some of my greatest thinking comes. And I've also learned that especially when I'm trying to manifest and especially when I'm trying to up level and especially when I'm in the dark space of trying to achieve whatever that manifestation is, movement is so key to my success in transcending that period. It allows me to move stuck energy, to transmute the energy, and sometimes energy does just get stuck and you have to interrupt the pattern. And there's lots of different ways that you can interrupt a pattern, but for me, it's movement. And so knowing that about myself, that's how I often tend to step in or touch into meditation. And that's where I do the act of work either with a guided meditation or simply just allowing my thoughts to, to focus around where I'm going and who I want to be, or I'll do very focused work on reprogramming my brain, which I spend at least typically 21 to 28 days doing to reprogramming a new belief in where I'm trying to replace where I've recognized that there's a mistaken belief. And so this example where I'm trying to up-level flourish, part of the work that I need to do, as I've described before, is take meaningful and aligned action. So I've been really thoughtful about what that looks like as well. Um, one of the things that I never want to do is feel like I'm being, for lack of a better term, schmoozy or salesy. I truly want to attract aligned clients who are coming because they see the value for themselves, not because I've done the work of convincing someone that they need something. It's very different for me and it's very important. And so I've taken a lot of thoughtful action around what does my marketing look like? What does growth look like for me? And I want it to be organic and natural. And I'm not necessarily concerned about the number of followers or the number of likes so much as the people that I am serving, I want to know them deeply. I want to connect with them deeply. I want to provide tremendous value because it's not how wide, how wide you're following it is, but it's how deep your connection is with the people that you do genuinely connect with. And so my focus has been very much aligned with those pieces related to growth and I spend a lot of time getting to know the people that I attract. I spend a lot of time trying to understand their pain points and understanding how I can use my unique gifts and background and offerings to serve them to meaningfully achieve what they're trying to achieve as they work to up level as well. And that's where I invest my energy is really making sure that it's not about um, you know, what I have to offer is a one size fits all, but making sure that that outcome that we're trying to achieve together 
is something that we can get to. And if I need to translate that information differently, that's more accessible or provide more resources or tools in a specific way, that's the work that I do behind the scenes to make sure that that outcome is achieved. And I'd rather invest my energy there and see the success uh, of the clients that I do work with over trying to convince people that they need something. However, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff too in running an online business. There is building websites and connecting um, store platforms so people can actually do e-commerce online and there's targeted advertising where you need to understand you know, what is the population and the profile of the person that would be attracted and interested in the things that you do. There's email marketing and email marketing platforms, and there's podcasting, which is a whole other thing. And there's, you know, the need to develop beautiful branded content. And all of this is new learning and at each and every one of these points there's new technology and new theory and new people and I could and anyone could be very daunted by the experience of learning all of this digital online business related stuff that isn't actually my field of expertise The services that I offer, the things that I am passionate about and know about, the online business side of things, like the stuff that actually makes it run, are things that are all entirely new to me. And so some of the aligned action that I've needed to take over the course of the last year is really diving in and learning these platforms, learning these techniques, understanding the integrations of different systems, learning how to edit a podcast in GarageBand, researching different platforms for distribution, figuring out all of those pieces, integrating a scheduling system and Zoom and WordPress and the list goes on. But there's this amazing expression that I repeat to myself almost every day and now I'm about to say it and I think I'm going to get it wrong but it's it's an expression or a quote from Wayne Dyer and he says and I'm paraphrasing so don't quote me if you change the way you look at things it will change what you see if you change the way you perceive things it will change effectively what they are, what they mean to you. And what that expression means to me is that life is really a matter of perception. And I could look at all of these things and think, oh my goodness, I don't have those skills. It's so overwhelming. Is it even worth it? I should just outsource it all. I should get other experts. It's, uh, you know, it's not something that I can even figure out or I could look at it as this is really exciting. It is super cool. And how empowered am I going to be when I learn all of these platforms? And I'll be honest, I oscillate between those two camps 
on a near daily basis, depending on how much success or how little success I am having in navigating some of these things. But I have persisted. I have continued to build community. I have sought mentorship from people who have done this before me so that I could get practical advice and learn how to do these things. You're never in it alone. It's The test is never about how can you do this thing all by yourself. The test is how do you continue to choose and own your own success, staying on the path. And so even today, as I sat down to record this podcast and I really wanted to get it out and I'm going to share another story in a moment, I first, I toggle between two computers, my larger desktop and my laptop, depending on where I'm working and I've got a lot of my files recorded and saved on my desktop. But when I first got home, um, the cleaners were here, which is lovely. And it just meant, okay, I needed to wait a little bit. So no problem. I didn't want to have vacuuming or other things going on in the background. And so it meant that my day, which I'd spent a lot of effort and time, and I do this every day, scheduling and allocating my time to be thoughtful and to make sure that I achieve both time for myself and my family and the kids, but also continue to progress the things that I'm trying to progress meant that my timeline was a little off and that's fine. That's life. And so I took the time to then do some other work and readjust some things And then I thought, you know, I'm going to move the desktop from my office into the bedroom because the dogs are being a little bit loud and that will cut out, cut out the, the background noise. Well, the dogs didn't like that I'd separated from them. So then they insisted on coming into their room. And so, okay, I got them settled down and I'm sitting down to record the podcast and the computer freezes. And so I get that sorted out. Um, and by a, about the fourth attempt where it had crashed on me, I'm thinking, maybe I'm just not supposed to record this podcast today. Maybe the universe is sending me a sign that this is not the right time. And I felt into my body and I realized, no, that's not at all what's happening. Today's show is about being in that shadow period of manifestation where Things aren't showing up. It's the period of time where if you're looking to manifest more money, you're getting down to your last dollar. It's that period of time where you're trying to take meaningful action to support your growth and nothing is working as you're trying to take the action. And I realized this is just another test. It's showing up and it's asking me, how serious and committed are you? And this is a really small example, but eventually... I decided to shift to my laptop, which will be more challenges later when I have to share the files between the two computers to to finalize editing this podcast. I got everything set up and I got my mic on and I started recording and I got about, I'd say five or seven minutes in and I realized that the light was flashing on my microphone, which means it's muted. So I'd been speaking into the abyss. And so this is about, I think, uh, attempt number 23 to record the podcast that you're hearing right now. But here I am persevering 
through each and every one of those tests because I believe that it's important to share this message today. And I am showing that commitment by continuing to show up and persist and push through. Another example that I think is really important to recognize that I started to allude to in this last example is that there are going to be so many tests when you're trying to manifest and you're just at that place before you achieve your manifestation. And those tests are to determine how serious you are about where you're trying to get, how committed are you? And as many of you know that follow me, I have made the decision to leave my my senior executive role that provides a tremendous amount of security, is an amazing job. I work with a tremendous group of people who I have so much respect and admiration for. And it's a really fortunate position to be in. I have felt so privileged to have the opportunity and so privileged to have secure employment during COVID where so many people were struggling and on the surface and on paper, it seems like a ridiculous thing to do to give up that security, that opportunity, that position to pursue something that's entirely unknown, which is flourish. However, I am so confident in what we have to offer and flourish and so confident that it is aligned with where I want to go and how I want to live with intention that I couldn't deny it anymore and I needed to rip the bandaid off and just go for it. And I made that decision not with everything lined up. I made that decision without everything figured out, except that I was really clear that it was part of where I needed to go to live intentionally, to create space for more of the things that I love, including my family and flexibility and serving. Three of the core values for for Flourish are, or the three core values rather, for flourish are family for me designing my work in a way that supports me to be who I want to be and how I want to be in service both to myself and my family is so critical and creating a life that allows me to be at school drop-offs and pickups or perhaps go and volunteer at the school or create more space to support my husband and his business. And I have a sick mother who also is somebody who I want to have time and energy and space to provide the best support for. And even just that mental space, that space of there's enough time for me so that I can be the version of myself that even when I show up with my family, I'm showing up the way that I want to show up as a version of me that I want to, the healthy, happy, fulfilled, and cared for version of me. And that starts with yourself. And so I was really clear about all of those things. And that's why I took the leap, but it was like ripping a bandaid off. And I'll tell you, since I ripped that bandaid off, there have been nothing but tests. 
And tests don't always come from this place where it's like a bad thing or it's a malicious thing. I have been blown away by the kindness and generosity and thoughtfulness since I chose to leave my position. I was speaking with my boss recently and he is an incredibly generous, kind, and thoughtful man. And he offered any number of scenarios, whether it be that I take an extended leave to create space for some of the things that I'm trying to create space for or share the job with somebody else or work flexibly. And all of those would continue to provide me tremendous security and they were amazing, unbelievable offers. And I am beyond flattered and I have so much admiration and respect for him. Um, And those two I would describe as the universe's way as, as providing both opportunity but also tests because in accepting that I would be accepting something that is habitual and comfortable and ultimately at some level I'd be settling for a different version of what it is that I'm trying to manifest I would be giving up some of that dream some of those pieces and it's not that it was a bad offer it's just that it wasn't the aligned offer. And I think a lot of us get caught there and it happens in this period. And the other thing, so that's those are the tests and they're coming, they're gonna come, they're gonna come for every single one of you as you work to manifest new things in your life. And I wanted to share those really practical examples and give the context that they're not always bad things. Sometimes they're the most generous, thoughtful, amazing things. But if it isn't aligned, then it's taking away from where you're trying to go. And ultimately, you are settling. You're giving up on yourself. And that's the test that you want to use. Am I settling in any way? Am I grabbing on to this opportunity because I'm trying so hard to transcend fear of scarcity or trying to attract this feeling of security or just not being in that uncertain space. As human beings, it is really hard to be uncomfortable for a period of time. And manifestation puts you in an uncomfortable position because you get stuck in this in-between. There's comfort in routine and doing the same things every day and being able to predict what's going to happen. And so many of us settle for that because it's just easy and comfortable and there is zero judgment with that. But the point is, when you live intentionally, you have the opportunity to make a conscious choice. And that's the difference. You're taking responsibility for your ability to choose. And if you look at that stability and that routine, and that feels aligned with who you are and what you want, and you are consciously choosing it, then that's great. But if you've defaulted to that, because it's comfortable or habitual, but any part of your being feels like you're settling, then there's some questions that you need to ask. The other part of the shadow period before manifestation, before that rubber band is fully pulled back and released, is often the opposite of where you're trying to go is what starts to show up. 
if you're looking for new clients, there are none. It's like crickets. If you're trying to manifest money, your bank account might be getting lower and lower and lower and lower. And you know, you've got to make a payment for something. And you know, that next payment, it's going to push you into overdraft. And this isn't about saying that you can just, you know, excuse away any of those sorts of things. And you need to make, you know, a thoughtful discernment about what is truly, you know, part of the shadow part and what is you not taking responsibility for certain things. But if you learn to expect that there's this uncomfortable period, this shadow period, if you start to expect these tests, then you start to know how to consciously navigate so that you can transcend it come out the other side and truly manifest that thing that you're seeking to manifest. It's just so powerful and it's just so helpful. And it comes back to the work that you need to do to check in with yourself around coming back to that first step. What intentions did I set out? How much work? And this is why it's so important at the beginning to get really clear about what you want and why, and ensuring that it's aligned with your highest version of yourself, because you're going to be put to the test in this process and it's hard work. And you need that reference point to say, Nope, I was really clear. And this is really important to me. And this test that's, it's not that, and I'd be settling if I accepted this option. So getting clear and then the belief that you are worthy, the belief that it's possible and all the other little beliefs that you need to reprogram and rewire in your brain. And that's where the work happens in manifestation. And this is what the shadow period looks like. And the last point that I'll make, because I don't want people to be confused with the shadow period, which is a normal process during the manifestation process is something that I'm trying to find a good word to describe it as, but I think the best term that I could use is just kind of being stuck in the mud or in a rut. And that's different than a shadow period. And the difference there is that in a shadow period, there's a lot going on. There is a lot of activity. It is part of a process. You're transcending. It is the universe responding to the work that you're putting into your manifestation. It's a natural part of the process. And a shadow period can be anything from two days to a couple months. It all depends on how much energy effort and how big the thing is that you're manifesting and how strongly you can hold the belief. But The important thing with the shadow period is that you continue to do the work through the shadow period. A rut or being stuck in the mud or just languishing is, you know, for an extended period of time where you have sort of lacked focus or direction or intentional effort. And that isn't a sign that your manifestation is near or coming and that you're just in that period of being retracted as a rubber band before you catapult forward into this new version of you. That's a longer period of time where 
you're not getting clear in your manifestation journey about what you want, or you get clear and you don't really hold it, or you started to do the work, but you didn't really put enough effort in. And it's kind of like you come and go, you're one foot in, one foot out, and you're unsettled because you know you don't want to be where you are, but you're not doing the work to figure out where you want to go or to do the work to get there. And that's a languishing period. And that's different than a shadow period. And the difference between the two is that in the shadow period, you're in a process, you're moving forward, you're going, you're putting the work in, in a languishing period, you're a little bit all over the place. And what you need to do in a languishing period is go right back to the beginning and get clear on what it is that you want to achieve, how you want to live with intention, what you're trying to manifest. And you need to get back to that first step and get really clear and commit yourself to the process. And it's one of the hardest places to be because you're consciously aware of where you don't want to be, but you're not yet clear where you want to go. And in that discomfort, you probably put in a lot of effort in different directions, but you're not really getting anywhere and you can feel defeated. And again, knowledge is power. Understanding if that's where you're at then the thing that you need to do is go back to the beginning. Do some work around what it means for you to live authentically. And do some work around who do you want to be and what are those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And, you know, living authentically is one of the most courageous actions any of us can undertake. It feels so vulnerable to fully own who we are unapologetically. And it is also one of the greatest services that we can offer to the world. And I commend anyone who undertakes that, that work and goes forward and just owns it, owns who they are. And I don't want to underscore how much energy both physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, it takes to do that. And what I want to say to you, it is energy that will be paid back in dividends. It is an investment with a guaranteed return. And it doesn't mean that it isn't hard and it doesn't mean that it doesn't take time. But if you're languishing, go back to the beginning and get clear. Well, that was the episode on the shadow period of manifestation, and I hope that it helps to distill some of the lack of clarity or help some of you who are out there working through figuring out what the heck I did all these steps and all of a sudden life is kind of shit what's going on here. It's okay. Keep going. You're going to get there. And I just want to take a moment and say a huge thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. I am absolutely shocked how many people are listening in and following along week by week. And even just the sheer number of people from around the world, there are listeners from Ghana and Japan and Germany and the UK and the United States. And I just want to say a personal hello to all of you. 
and a thank you for being here. My intention is always to be of the greatest service as I can to you. So thank you. I would appreciate it if you'd take some time to rate and review the podcast. It allows more people to find the show and it helps me out a lot. So if you could please just take a couple of minutes and rate and review, that would be amazing. And lastly, I would like you to know that fall registration for the Flourish programs is now open. You can visit flourishinglately.com to register. There are uh, four active programs right now. There is coming up first, a mini manifestation course. It's a low commitment, both financial and time-wise. It's three hours over three days, and it is the fundamentals of manifestation. I give you the theory, I give you the tools, and you get to start working on manifesting something right away, because I'm all about let's get results. And into October, end of September, I will be launching the Flourishing You expansion program. It is an expanded version of the Flourishing You business program. It is not just for entrepreneurs. It is for anybody looking to achieve their dreams. For those of you that are entrepreneurs, it's still incredibly appropriate. And there are some bonus materials to support you with your business planning, to support your manifestation. So you're just going to get some extras. Uh, that relate to business planning. And for those of you that aren't entrepreneurs, but just looking to manifest something in your life, there are all the tools and supports for you to go from not knowing anything about manifestation to successfully manifesting by the end of the program. And I have expanded the tools and some of the teachings. So I'm very excited to launch this at the end of September. It's a five-week cohort program. I'll take 30 participants over five weeks. There is group work, there is a community, and I am so excited to launch that program. And then as always, there are the one-on-one VIP mentorship opportunities. I only take five people at a time because it's such an intensive period of time. We meet over five weeks, at least twice per week, we're in touch all the time throughout the week. And this is if you're really looking to do some deep transformation with support and all of the information is available on my website. So please go check it out. And thank you for spending one of your most valuable commodities with me today, your time. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here with me. Have a great day. Let it shine, let it shine